Hi, this is Clint and Lyndon. Uh, before we start, just note that the comments made are purely our opinions based on our own experiences. Uh, please take everything with a pinch of salt and a sprinkle of whimsy. At the sound of the cow, enjoy the episode. Told you to at all. No. No. We're going. Oh, we're rolling. Oh, for God's sake. We're rolling, rolling, rolling. Welcome to Shove It Up Your Rolling. I'm your host, Clinton. You can find me on Instagram at ClintySkyGuy. Yes. And I'm Lyndon. And you can find me on Instagram at Druid in the Mist. Druid in the Mist. But he's never there because you can never see him because it's too fucking foggy. Oh, I said fog, not mist. Fuck. Ruined it. It's all right. You've only made yourself look stupid. <laughs> not hard. <laughs> look at it. Um, we're talking about where you get your magic from. Yeah, spiritual, well, energy sources. Energy sources, which I think is just rude. Um, but but only because of my of the way I do it. So, like, because okay. I would never refer to as energy source because that would just be rude. That would be rude. Yeah, you see? It's not wrong. Not wrong in the slightest. So, like, so before we do that, though, magical moments. Magical moments. And you went first last time, so I'm going first this time. Absolutely. Um, and my magical moment today was going and doing a ritual at a local uh, country park called Stanick Lakes, where they are going to do the remedial work to uncover a barrow, which is a Bronze Age... Um, we need to go there because they've got a museum as well. Sweet. It's got loads of stuff in it from when the gravel pits dug up all the stuff and there's like Roman mosaics and everything from the roundhouses to all the way through to the barrows, everything. It's amazing. Nice. Yeah, we need to go and have a look. Anyway, what was I saying? Yeah, went there because they have a barrow left, but it's it's slumped and it's been pillaged by rabbits and it's falling apart. So they're going to make it part of the scene. You can't see it because it's grown over. Um, covered in like trees and stuff and rabbits have dug in and out of it and all the rest of it so there's nothing in there anymore they've surveyed it and there's nothing in there of any note there's no chambers left or anything so there's no point digging it up and excavating it however they want to make it part of the landscape so they're gonna um, mesh it so that rabbits can't burrow into it but grass and plants can still grow through and they're going to um, prop it up on one side where it's starting to slump so that it doesn't fall flat any further and they're going to manage the land around it so that it can be a space where they can hold things and events and educational things and more pagan events so i was part of the group that got invited to appease the ancestors spirits of the land and the whites that exist there um, to let them know that this work was going to take place and to mm -hmm. not be angry with the people who did it yes very good. Really cool. Did loads of runes, got loads of stuff. Oh, yeah, that was another thing I got. Um, I told you I did runes last night and I got, they're going to make space for it. Mm -hmm. um, and then we turned up and there was like a bit of dead grass that was perfect size for what we needed. And Alex was just like, oh, I wonder who did that? And I was just like, yeah. And uh, then I did runes just before we went and I got um, stop the Isa rune, which is like freeze stop. Stop, nothing's happening. And then I got um, answers and I got daggers. So it was a case of like, the, it was just like all really positive, like stop, take stock and, you know, today and do it today. You know, and it was like really, really cool. And I was like, oh, that's like good pre-ritual runes. And then I did after ritual runes 
and I got um, success. Um, what else did I get? Success, harvest, and day again. Huh. And I was like, oh, good. Well, that's that's they're happy then. They've 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 done well, and we've done well, and they're happy with the ritual. So I was like, oh, cool. That and, sounds brilliant. Yeah, with the rune dice that somebody commented on Facebook, plastic on an altar, which made me go ick. Yes. But she was all right. It was an all right comment. It was all right. It just made me go, ugh. 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 What's your problem with plastic on an altar? Get a grip. I can't really rag on plastic. Not really. I mean, yes, it pollutes the environment or whatever, but like... We have microplastics in our flesh right now. Yeah. In your clothes. In your clothes. Everywhere. Synthetics literally... Everywhere. Everywhere. The whole planet is covered in them. You can't get away from them. So turning around and going, oh, plastic on an altar. I'm just thinking it's paraffin wax in that candle. Pleb. Yeah. It's one step away and from... And, might I just say... Carrier bags. They find a lot... Well, not a lot of people that get... Well, yeah. What am I trying to say? I don't know yet. I don't know. We'll get there in a minute. I know where I'm going with it. I'm just trying to figure out how to get there. Do it in a minute. Crystals. Crystals. Um... Yeah, people who are going to rag on about using plastics for like dice and stuff like that. But mm. you get all these people that have. Oh, yeah, because they're ruined dice. Sorry. Ridiculous, bloody angel, ruby, sparkle, rainbow shit, quartz, whatever, because it sparkles like a rainbow and, you know. It's them strange it's all oud these. Blocks. You know, have you ever amazing. heard of them? No, I haven't. I think it's oud. Okay. It might be wrong. No, oud is an alien from Doctor Who. Mm. Shall I continue? Yeah, sorry. Um, um, And then literally, it would just be an amethyst coated with something stuck in a microwave. Oh, yeah. That's how they got all these crystals to have all these weird fancy colours. A lot of the time, it's just a normal crystal coated in synthetics and stuck in a microwave. Yeah, it's like the Angel Aura Quartz. It's literally titanium. Fake fucking bollocks. Yeah, it's vaporised titanium. Ridiculous. In a microwave. That's, that's cost probably a million pounds in energy for a crystal that's probably been mined by a four-year-old. Yeah. And you've just spent 70 quid on it. Yeah. They are fleecing you, the planet, and people. So but don't talk to me about synthetics, honey. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that was that. So, so that was your magical moment. That was my magical moment. It was really good today. It was really, really good. And I like doing runes like that because it's like... I only ever draw three runes, mm-hmm. and it makes sense to have them on three dice. And the reason I use plastic ones is because they were three ninety nine, and the labradorite ones, oh, and they're eight sided dice, right? Because the elder futhark are in three sets of eight, right? The other dice I wanted to get were four sets of six, which is really annoying mm. because the futhark runes are arranged in three sets of eight. So why then rearrange them to fit on dice that are six-sided? Why not just do them on dice that are eight-sided so that you can actually stick yeah. with the actual thing? I think my wooden dice are six-sided. They are, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. But that kind of bugs me because yeah. they're meant to be three sets of eight because the three sets are attributed to three gods. Mm. So the dice should be three as eights, not sixes across four because mm. that doesn't work with the law of the runes so yeah so it makes you twitch it does make me twitch a little bit yeah 
because like what if you're using correspondences so get them right <laughs> yeah you know you're, you're working with runes for correspondences then your correspondences should travel into the the item you're using to get the runes mm. you know so it just makes admit, sense i don't me, really. use them that often no and to be fair i don't i don't think it's just my internal ick that makes me go oh no give me eight-sided dice i need three of them um, and the gemstone ones that I found were six-sided dice and it really bugged me because they were like 50 quid. Bloody hell. I know, Labradorite. And they were gorgeous and they were inlaid with gold. Not gold, like gold paint. Nothing exciting. So not real gold. Not real gold or anything. But they were a lot of money just for dice that every time I used them, my brain would go, it's wrong! You know. And I can't do that in a three reading because there's four You should dice. make some out of bones. Yeah, I'm going to get an eight-sided bone. Oh, you mean... Oh, okay. No. I have got a nice set of runes, actually. Yeah? Yeah. But I'm not going to show you them. No. No. I don't want to see them. Good. Mm. I have better things to do. And <laughs> <laughs> look at your fucking chipped bits of bark with symbols on them. Yes. Don't touch me. Sorry. <laughs> What was your magic moment? I hit someone with my car. That's a lie. <laughs> I am um... fucking hell. <laughs> it's kind of a lie. I hit someone. What? I hit someone's car with my car. On purpose, and I loved it. <laughs> um, I was. We'll get to why this is a magical moment. Um, Quickly. <laughs> <laughs> they died, and I performed necromancy on them, and it's all okay. It's all okay until bits start falling off. <laughs> no, I um. So I went to see. Um, so this was at the last last book club. I'm doing air quotes. Oh yeah, book yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, my yeah. book club is not book club. It's witch club with witch club. Me, my mum, and a very dear friend Mama. of ours, Wendy. Um, so we we get together every month around the time of the full moon, and we uh, talk about a topic or we'll do an activity. This time around, we um, drank wine. Chat, chatted shit and made lavender bottles which is quite nice oh, I did see that mm, yeah mine were terrible were they if you've I ever like seen you should bottles. look up look up lavender bottles yeah they always look lovely they're beautiful and mine were the raggediest botched but to be fair it was the first time I've ever made them so I will do better to be fair when I made them I had to make, make six before they got any good yeah so no. we did that and then I left and where Wendy lives she lives in uh a road of uh, Victorian terrace houses. So, sandwiched together, there's cars parked one side of the road and the other side of the road. Mm -hmm. right? So you park. I, I was parked in, got in my car, pulled out, um, and the street was quite narrow, and some idiot came, some hoodlum, came herring up the road. Mm. So I had to like pull my car in a little bit to mm. give enough room to let them go. And as I did that, my car rubbed up against another car's mm. wheel arch mm. and it's one of those i heard it and i could feel it and it was like oh my god so i stopped the car immediately and i thought how am i going to get out of this so i tried to pull away and it rubbed even more and i was like no so then i thought hang on let me try and go backwards so i put the car in reverse that was a big mistake because then i heard scraping and i was like oh! so then i thought right full wheel lock yeah to the right um, put it in first and I edged away slowly and it did. It came away got out of my car and I thought oh my god my car's going to be scratched to fuck got out 
and there was because my car's blue and this other car is red so i got out and i looked and there was red dust all over my door yeah not a single mark and i was like that's really good dusted the paint off the dust off yeah looked at the other person's car and i'd taken all the paint off their fucking wheel arch <laughs> scraped it to buggery and i was like oh my god but for, to be fair further looking at my car there's just a couple of tiny little hairline scratches and i mean hairline scratches yeah you can't really see them so you drove off no i did not drive, you off. drove off i didn't i knocked didn't. on their door and i apologized oh. and i paid for the damage oh see i'm a good person i'm not no you're not no um sorry i'm a good person um well debatable but in this instance i am with cars so yeah with cars yeah uh if i'd hit someone i would have driven off (laughs) true um but yeah so uh so getting to why this is magical so in my car i have um a protective charm Mm -hmm. to protect my car (gasps) so i attribute the fact that my car has barely any damage to that um i've also bumped my car off of a a metal bollard in a car car park and i thought fuck and i checked not a dent not a bump nothing is your car made of rubber apparently so so that's my magical moment my protective charms did me well marvelous because i would assume having scraped that much off their car i would have had a massive scrape down the side of my car Mm. but no no. no, that's really good. So yeah, that's my magical moment. Yay for magical moment! And not a single human was harmed. Shame. I know. I'll do shame. better next time. Shame, shame, shame! Ding dong, ding dong. Uh, so what's today's topic? Where magic comes from? Where is the magic we're doing coming from? And well, uh, this is yeah. a cool. Where do you draw like, when you do ritual? Where do you draw it from? What yeah, energies like, do you pull from? Where does what is it? Where does it sit? What's it doing? What is it that you're doing? And like, who is she? What, what is she about? Distinct, what are the distinctions? Where do you draw the line? Things like that. Because we've talked about this in the past, and like. I've mentioned that a lot of what I do is spirit work. Yes. But I don't necessarily draw power from those spirits. I get them to do the dirty for me. <laughs> so it's like, I just, just, I'm like, here you go, pay you a fiver and you'll go and do, you know, smash the windows in sort of thing. It's a bit aggressive, but just point was made. Um, so that's kind of the way I do things. Or I work with in energies inherent in things so i'll use herbs and things to do things because that's what they do that that's what they do yeah and they they have those attributes already so i don't then have to do a lot i'm pretty lazy i think it's also as well we're going to touch on um what are we touching on (laughs) god i hate my brain we are touching on (laughs) Um, so we're, while we're talking about drawing on power, we're also talking about um, the separations that people like to put in place around these things. That yeah, so exist. like where people draw lines and they don't need to draw lines. So it's like, like, so the healing thing you mentioned in the previous episode, which was like people doing uh, it at church and going, "We're calling on God to heal this person." I lay my hands on, um, and it's like, yeah, but are you though? And like, yeah, but. Isn't that just you doing it? And um, like, because God's omnipotent. Well, you mentioned one just one. now. You talk. You 
talk to spirits and communicate with spirits and you get spirits to do what you want. Now, if you were to talk to someone who was of the fluffy persuasion, <laughs> um, who would no doubt... God, this makes me think of a woman I used to know. Fucking hell. I used to have this friend who was my best friend at the time. Um, not anymore. Not anymore. He's dead and buried. <laughs> I ate his face and consumed his bar. There can be only one. No, we uh, we fell out. Basically, his mum was a cunt. Um, oh, yeah. Her mum and my mum had a falling out, and then she refused to let me have any contact with her son. So naturally, our friendship. You, then. Yeah, our friendship naturally ended because she was a cunt. Mm. Um, but her name was Julie. Julie. Um, and Julie. she was a proper love and light crystal bint. Bint. Yeah, she really was. And she had this weird, like, obsession with her Native American spirit guide. I mean, the appropriation is off the fucking Richter scale. Oh. So her Native American spirit guide, White Cloud. Oh my God. So she had... 101 fucking pictures of white cloud. You've told me about this woman before. Yeah. Around the house. Everything was to do with white cloud says this. My guide, white cloud says this. All right, love. Hug your crystals harder. Um, and uh, so she's the kind of woman that I'm referring to when I mention this. So if you were to talk about, like, contacting the dead, necromancy, um, harnessing the spirits of the dead, calling on them, having someone's skull... And using that as like uh, a means of contacting a specific person, harnessing mm. their power, calling on them, getting the two. They'd be like, oh, that's dark. I don't do that. No, but I am a medium and I talk to spirits all the time. Yes. Like, yeah. yeah. So it's still fucking necromancy. Yeah. It's still the same thing. Are there dead people? Of course they're dead people. And well, like, then it's necromancy. And like going into this again. Talking to spirits. So there's lots of fables and lots of... Fables, is that the right word? Folklore. That's Same. The right word. No, it's, it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Um, Interchangeable terminology. Depending on... What was that accent? Funky jewellery. Funky jewellery. So there's loads of folklore, depending on where you come, like in Britain and a few other places in Europe, where they... It's all right, Dalton. Okay. Um where they reference uh, the fair folk, the good neighbours, as being dead people. Yes, yes, because you become fairy. Yeah, you've kind of, you've been dead and distant from the land of the living for so long that you become something else. Yeah, because you've spent, because the idea was that you, if you, right, the idea is that if you spend enough time there, you become part of the place that you live in mm-hmm. and within spiritual context you are like you, you are influenced by that which provides you sustenance like we're only alive here because we absorb the land around us the space around us the air we breathe mm-hmm. so we're tied to the rules of the place we inhabit and the food that we eat the water that we drink the air that we breathe if you then change that and you then move to another land your spirit manifests in another place. You're then tied to the rules there. The rules are very different. So you become a fairy because effectively the other world is the world of the dead. It's the world of the ancestors. Yeah. So then you one could argue that communicating with the fair folk 
And working with the fair cook is necromancy. Oh, because you're working with the spirits of dead people. Mm. That have changed. Yes. But they were still people. Yes. Depending on the folklore that you attribute. Ish, yeah. So, because the the problem with the other world is it's a bit of a mishmash, isn't it? So, mm-hmm. the other world has the ancestors living there, but it also has the spirits unmanifest. So, those spirits that have not manifest as something yet. So they've only ever lived in the other world. They've only ever existed in the other world. That's not necromancy. No. Because they've never lived to then be dead. No. They've always been there. Dead Tom's always been dead. That's why it's called Dead Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. The Muppet Treasure Island just I came love, out. I love and appreciate <sighs> you. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Long John Shannon! Um... Oh, fucking hell. Anyway. I can't so, think yeah. now. I've just turned into a... You've gone. I'm gone. You've got Muppets in your brain. Muppets in my brain. But yeah. yeah. So depending on like who you call on, necromancy is necromancy. Yeah, yeah. necromancy Be is necromancy. You the can't spirit of your uncle. Go, I don't do necromancy. Because you fucking do. Yeah. Be it the spirit of your uncle. Be it through the medium of bones. Be it through your spirit guides. Or white cloud. Um... Um, or whether it's going into the deep dark woods and contacting the I don't want to say the fae because it's very fluffy but like the good neighbours the yeah 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 the good folk yeah it's all it's all the same and then there's like but then but then like there's the idea that you pull power from divinity but do you? Or does divinity do it for you? Mm. Is it a request? And they just go, yeah, all right. Done. That's the Christian mentality. Yeah. Well, is it? Yeah. Is it? Cause... Because they pray to God and God does it. We have no power, apparently. <laughs> yeah. But then I've heard that from witches who have gone, I prayed to, oh, I don't know, Artemis, and Artemis did it. And I'm like, that's exactly the same. Yeah, exactly the same because you've you've effectively oh and I hate this so much because it always made me cringe when they go lay it at the feet of Jesus and he will do it for you and it just made me cringe because I was like he's never going to make me not gay or get rid of my ass hair so you know lay it at the feet of Jesus and nothing's going to happen I'm still gay I've still got butt hair there we go thank you for that you're very welcome (laughs) <laughs> stop twitching but do you know what I mean like lay it at the feet and they'll deal with it but I, I hate that and it's, I think that's just my gripe so but it's got its, it's place it's the same isn't it the difference is though the difference is if you had a witch do it or someone who classed themselves as a witch or whatever say I've asked Artemis as you said as an example to do such and such and such and such and they did it great but that doesn't erase a witch's feeling of self-sovereignty because a no. witch will then go off and do their own spells and their own charms they won't rely solely on deity mm. a christian would yeah of course or they no would. most christians would but then does that make god a battery to a degree yeah yeah it does don't it because they are a power source and I know, like, the, the the argument could be made that that's what I do with spirit work. Mm, but the okay. spirits work, the, the spirits, if the spirit decides to say no, 
then then that's there because no. I'm working with them in autonomy. So okay. they're, they're, they're autonomous and I have to ask them and they have every right to turn around and go, nah, I'm not going to do it. And yeah. then I have to divine whether or not they're happy to or anything. So it's it's never like a simple case of just like drawing power from something to do a job. Yeah, okay. So it doesn't make God a battery because you're not taking power from God to do something else. So God just go. does it. However, <clears throat> laying on hands... Does that make God a battery? Reiki. No, see, that's fucking battery. Because you've Weird. got to... It depends on how you see it. Because if you're looking at it from a place of, I have power, because there's a difference, isn't there, from taking power from something else to boost you. Yes. And your own sovereign power. Yeah. So if I lay on hands, if I'm going to, me, as I am, lay on hands and do some healing, that is my power. Mm -hmm. I personally believe that I've been given my gifts. Mm. It's still mine. Mm. So I'm not taking anything from God Mm. or anywhere else I'm doing it. That would be laying on hands. If I were to lay on hands and pray for assistance. Then that's channel. That's that's, different. That's drawing power in and applying it. Yeah, yeah, because the other one would technically be vocation, wouldn't it? Because mm. you're pulling from yourself and expressing yes. outwardly, whereas the other one is invoking to then redirect. Yeah, which is channeling. So do it with the power of prayer. Do it with the power of prayer. Power of prayer. <laughs> Holy Spirit. Activate. Shut up! Activate. No, shut up! Activate. Shut up! Shut up! I knew you'd do it when I least expected it. And I even thought to myself, it's going to do it when we're recording. Fucking. And it annoyed me so much that on telly it was with pentatonics and they got behind it and they were like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, don't fucking do that. I like you. You're going down a peg. It's fine. I can't sink any lower than I have. No, you're quite right. You're a bit, yeah, better on. I'm a bottom feeder. Feeder. You could have stopped. You didn't have to say feeder, but I'm a bottom. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So that's gods and stuff. But then, like, because then you've got the the idea amulaic magic. Mm. But then, what you're doing is you're creating a battery, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. And talismanic bat- magic. You're then. Hmm. But is no talismanic magic isn't necessarily a battery. Because you're not because it does it anyway. It's a storehouse for power, but yeah, it's got its own thing. It's it's doing its own thing. It's yeah. just doing it, and you're just putting it there to do its thing. Yeah, it's like it has. It's kind of like a planet with its own orbit. You're in its yeah. orbit. It's doing its own thing. Yeah, you're, you're just, just there. You're just positioning it where so it can best. The lucky you. rabbit's foot is lucky. You're holding onto it. Therefore, you are in its sphere of luck. Yeah. If you passed it on, someone else would be in its sphere of luck. Yeah, but it doesn't drain or grow. If it was lying or... on the floor in a forest. That area of forest would be in its sphere as luck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, poor rabbit. Snip. Grand. There's a lot of one-footed rabbits around my area. Are there? Yeah. You dirty bastard, you. (laughs) I wonder what that fluffy necklace was. (laughs) Kittens. 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 Oh, my God. Yeah, okay. So, this thing... But with an amulet, yeah. So, if you... Um, oh god so this is one of the things that really bothers me 
is when you get people who are like, ah, oh, moon water. You need to have moon water. Yeah, Everyone but then that's the same because it's, it's just like you're you're charging it. So you're having to draw yeah. from an outside source. So you get these people that then... draw in. They'll have like this water and they leave it out and it soaks up the power of the moon and they're like, and we're gonna store it in a dark place so it doesn't lose its power. And then they never fucking use it. Mm. Or, you know, put it in your drink to give you a little boost. You can do so much more. If you've got liquid that effectively has the power of the fucking moon. More to the point, if you've got a bottle of... A bottle? Sure, why not? If you've got a bucket of water... (laughs) (laughs) An urn. An urn. If you've got a capsule of varying size, shape, colour or gender... um, Full of moon's water. And are you okay, darling? Have I broken you? <laughs> Became a penis capsule. I can't um, help it. It's just a little penis. Um, the size of a pill. So if you've got this, ca- this, this thing full of moon water, right? <laughs> full moon water, you can also use the dark moon. You could actually use any type of the moon you wanted. If you used uh, the waxing moon, it would have waxing moon properties, waning moon, waning moon properties, full moon, full moon properties. Would it matter? It's the moon. Yeah, it would. Yes, yes, it, it would. Yeah, it would. I'm being, Shut I'm up. being an intention twat, um, and that's not right. Right, and then you've got this thing, and you're only going to use it in like to dress your salads with it, and put it in your tea, and <laughs> like to spritz yourself in the morning to give yourself a little energy boost. You have in that water the power of the moon that you took it from. Yeah, throw it so at Donald Trump. When you get people that are like, "Oh my god, I've got to wait a whole month before I can do whatever," you have the power of the full moon there and then. If you need to manifest something. Take that water and use all the energy that you had in it. That's your battery of moon. Yeah. Your moon battery. Moon. Yeah. So yeah. Right, okay, so I have a thing. You have a thing. I have a thing with this. Right? Spray it on me. Oh. Um <laughs> from my moon water capsule. Give it to me. Spray it on my tip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant, because you have just like real perky tits. Um, so flat chested as they come <laughs> so you, you you only have to do it once you only have to do moon water once because you can't dilute it no you can't dilute it so if you only have like if you've made like a whole ounce and you only have a quarter of an ounce left then you know top it up top it up just top the fucker up if you want to make it big and exciting and special rather than pour it fucking from the tap, then don't do it from the tap. Make an effort and do something else with the water that you're going to put in it. Clear it, cleanse it with salt and then add it to the moon water. Mm-hmm. But you only have to do it once. You can have the same batch of moon water for 20 years. So something... It's exactly the same as a yeast starter. You only have to yes. feed it. Yeah, and you can it. have the same fucking yeast starter for making bread for the whole of your life. Yeah. And all you've ever done, you only did it once. Yeah. You only have to do it fucking once. And so, if I can also say, anything attached to the moon, not physically, obviously, um, will draw from it the same energy. Yeah. So, if you want to work with the moon's power, but it's during the day, and you're by the coast, work with the ocean. Because the moon pulls in the tides. Yep. Yeah. So, you work with the tides. You're still yeah. working with the moon's energy and the moon's power. It's the same the moon's way around that... during the day. Yes. If you want to pull, you if it. you want to do the, like, um, oh, Richard, uh, no, fucking whatever his name is, Norris, did an awesome little um, 
invoking of the moon. That, I mean, there's a full invocation to the moon, a full practice. I get that, um, and it's a full ritualistic like gestures and everything. But you want to charge up something for the espat, for example, then just use uh, this bloke's uh, Richard D. Norris, I think it was little invocation to the moon and that's done it was written in 1970 it was fantastic i can't remember how it goes uh i think it's oh something tarot in the rune oh i can't remember i mean you're selling it to me this sounds great oh it, it's really good and i used to be able to like recite it like that but i have not done in years because madrid and you're I old don't really bother with your mind the doesn't work anymore. as well oh, thanks <laughs> oh you vile bitch um no you uh, look positively young <laughs> oh shut up I love you darling it's the only thing about me and you that matches our wrinkles yes and the blackness of our souls yeah I don't have one no the blackness of my soul is that it's missing <laughs> the it's gaping void gaping where it should void. be <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh I can't remember how it goes um, it's fine people will find it yeah um, there's also um, uh, the witch of southern light Mm. who I recommend people go follow on Instagram. He's wonderful. Uh, was talking about uh, something he likes to do with not magic. And he likes to, um, when he's doing work and he wants to work with the moon, he'll uh, make a knot um, and go out into the moonlight. And he, has, he like feels like he needs to be under the moonlight, which I appreciate in this particular working. He'll stand under the full moon with the knot, look at the moon through the knot, and then tie it tight. And then he's capturing the light of the moon or the energy of the moon in that knot. Mm. And then it's permanently there. And yeah. then you have it. And then if you need the moon's energy, it is in that knot. Yeah. Put the knot in the water. Done. Moon water. I mean, yeah. Yeah, with that, that's not what we're doing. And that's not, actually, no, the, the blankness in your face still... is going, why? <laughs> why do you have to then turn it back to the thing? He just got it. He doesn't uh... need fucking water, Clint. No. Shut up. But it's all where it's all the moon's energy. I'm so sorry. It's all You're the moon's quite right. energy. You're quite right. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what I'm doing, but I don't care. A moonstone, for example, is a moonstone. So just use that. Yeah. Just use that. Use yeah. it. It's attributed. Silver. Or the correspondences. Correspondences. It's got the matching correspondences. So, you know, there's really cool ways of doing it. And then, like, you have this access to whatever you're working with. Yes. So Now, okay. We've kind of so, gone off topic a little. Well, not really, because yeah. we, we're still talking about energy sources and whatever. Um, so, you use energy sources quite often, then. herbs and things like that, and spirits. Yeah, but I'm really talismanic with them, rather than amulaic. So, I don't really... So, I will take... Say, for example, the Tuzzy Muzzy I made today. Yes. Uh, the offering thing that I made today for that um, that ritual. Um, that was bits of plant tied up, made into a offering that was just placed at the corresponding place to work as an offering. It was given via... So the energy was... The energy... I'm going to start talking like that, which... I can't help but do because of the subject, but the energy in the plants are just in the plants. And then my intention of it being as an offering then adds to that and directs those energies. Those plants then get a wee communique from me to, to 
you know, be part of this act. And um, then the act itself of giving becomes what that energy is used for. So they don't necessarily act as a battery other than I've taken energy from somewhere and just put it somewhere else. You know, so it's not necessarily being drawn from or drawn and then redirected or channeled in any way. It's just being moved from one place to another so that then rather than being part of the tree or part of the thing or part of the stuff, it then becomes something else, mm. which is interesting because then it becomes energetically charged in a way that it wouldn't have done had it just remained a bit of that plant that was alive and, and sprawling and all the rest of it, because it's now something new. So I've created something new that has its own sphere of influence and, you know, um, its own almost autonomy. It's its own autonomy almost. So then placing that somewhere where it can do something with that energy and that intention just means that I've just changed its purpose rather than drawn and directed. Mm. I've just changed the flow that already existed somewhere else in this tree that I took the oak from, in this plant of the, in the, the whole plant of the nightshade, and the whole plant of the mallow. I've taken bits of those, made them into something new that has its own being and essence effectively, given it purpose, and then applied that purpose to an act. Which, I don't know what you call that. Magic. Oh yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, but that's like, that's like amulaic almost, or that's almost creating a golem. Yeah, I would say golem. Yeah, um, <clears throat> because it's it's creating something from other things. It's making something almost in like almost alive mm. to articulate something, you know, with a message and a phrase. You know, it's like creating a sentence from from flowers. You know, yeah. then when energetically it says something. You know, magically it becomes a phrase of turn. Yeah. You know, a turn of phrase, sorry. That's lovely. Okay, so I'm going to put this to you. Um, I'll do it. Come on. Well, yeah. You'll get <laughs> it. You'll get it. Um, so, life magic and death magic <gasps> yes. are the same thing. I would argue they draw from the same source because life is life and death is part of life. And there are some acts of healing magic that draw on no. death. You don't think it's the same no. thing? I think it's the same thing. No. No. Because um, life comes from... Um, life comes from union. So for anything to be... So... Okay. So even the light of the sun mm -hmm. is caused by... The union of things, the unification and transformation of things. So the death of something is a separation of things. Is yeah. But things, things can't to come, come together unless they're apart to begin with. Yeah, but the, but the life thing comes from one direction. <laughs> I hate that band. But um, the 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 act of life, something to come into life. These things need to be coming towards one another mm -hmm. to then become like the two then become one or the two then become three and produce another right and they have to be 
unified. In death, they become separated, so they're moving apart from one another. So I think what's really interesting about death and life magic is like the like the um, the axis of sex and death, Beltane and Samhain, they're moving in completely different directions. So although they might have um, although they might have the same um, intrinsic parts, they're not doing the same thing. Does that make sense? Kind of. Yeah, I'm trying to articulate and I'm finding it quite difficult. No, 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 I agree with you. I don't think they're the same because I think the point is very different. Like once some, something that has something that has died, yeah, generally speaking, cannot ever be that thing again. Because it has changed. And the fact that those those it moves away, it moves further and further and further away from that life point that it was, so it, it becomes completely changed and completely different. And those two parts, say two parts, there's multiple parts, if they were to ever come back together again, they would never be the same life. It would always be different. So once it moves from death into life, it's completely different. I do feel... Life so magic is... I think life magic is very different to death magic because death magic is separation, whereas life magic is a unification. But, okay, so, but with death, something dies to feed more life. When something dies, things gather around it to sustain themselves. Yeah, but it's it's that thing, isn't it? Like, so, that's... So death yeah, can bring about I see what you're getting at, but then yeah. like And things that are alive will feed on things, so life creates death, death sustains life. I see them as the same thing. Mm. Yin and yang, it's all one coin to use some kind of cultural appropriation there. But do you know what I mean? It's the same they're two sides of the same coin. Mm. It's the same energy applied in different ways. That's how I see it. Mm. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's weird. Because there are acts of healing that either require something to die or draw the life force from something else to give to something else. And then but conversely... Then you're on the, but then you're on the law of equivalent also, exchange as well. You could also pull life from something as an act to kill something else. Uh, yeah, yeah. The thing is, you're on, in the realms of equivalent exchange, and I don't, I don't, I don't agree with equivalent exchange. You know what equivalent exchange is, right? Yeah. So equivalent if exchange is that for you to achieve something of one value, you have to offer up and purchase it with something of equal value. So to get, to get, I don't know, lump of gold, you have to spend the equivalent in energy and all the rest of it for it to achieve, for it to manifest, right? And scientific, scientifically speaking, there's there's merit and there's there's room for that. And it's generally an alchemical term, um, which is, like, really, it's just glorified. Is that foot of a cat? That is a foot of a cat. Oh, bless him. Um, and generally speaking, like alchemy, that's chemistry. So yes, it kind of works. But we're not talking about chemistry here. We're talking about like the spirit realms and we're talking about energetic 
flows and talk about that, energy chemistry. Yeah, but things that aren't quantifiable in the same sense. True. So, for example, if I was to turn around and say to you that what I'm doing is, um, I'm going to do, I'm going to do healing on this woman who is pregnant and struggling. So I am going to call upon the powers of the moon to aid her in her pregnancy. Um, and this full moon, and this is what I've done, and I've done, da, 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 da. I wouldn't know how to do that at the minute. I'm not even thinking about it. But, but you'd be calling on, uh, so you'd be calling on powers of the mother. Yes, but that's not death magic to work on life or healing. No. And I'm not using the same thing. I'm merely using a battery to power a generative. Um, and goddess or slash spirit egregore. Yeah, and the moon is a generative and regenerative thing. So that the, the notion and the, the cycles of the moon would, through her pregnancy, would just be one of those things that I would just power her up with. You know, and so so is that working necromancy to heal her and stabilise her I'm pregnancy? I'm not saying all the time, that... but what I'm arguing is that life magic is life magic. It's, it's cyclical. So you can't separate life from death. No, they are no, intrinsically you can't. bound, no. and so I'm saying they're the same energy. It depends on how you apply them. Yeah, and I think what I'm saying is life magic is then not necromancy. I think it is. Yes, yeah, see, necromancy is specific to death. It's the same principle as light <laughs> and dark. Neither exists without each other. No, exactly. Life does not exist without death. Death cannot exist without life. But you can't work shadows. With yes, you can because light creates shadows. Yeah, no, you're, yeah, <laughs> no. you can't work shadows in the dark. No, you can't. Exactly, and you can't, you can't, like create light. You can't create light inside a candle flame. Like it, it, it already is what it is. So they're not the same, and they they are dependent on one another for existence, but they're not the same thing. I think is what I'm trying to get at. I would I see the way I view it in my head, it would be the same as arguing it's like a Siamese twin. They're the same body with separate en- with separate entities. Yeah, they're auto- they they have their own autonomy. autonomy. Yeah, they have their own but autonomy. They're part of the same they thing. share, however, they share um a space. I'd agree that. Mm. Definitely agree that. Still, life magic is not necromancy. I think it is. No, it's not. Absolutely. It's totally not. Well, okay. Not necromancy as a term, because necromancy is communication with the dead. But what I'm saying is death magic and life magic are using the same energy. Yeah. Yeah, because you're... No! Because you're effectively just flipping the polarity then, aren't you? If you wanted to change something that was alive into not being alive anymore, you're just flipping its polarity. You're changing its its direction. So you're making it death rather than life. It doesn't make it the same thing. You're changing it. True. So it then isn't life anymore. No, but I'm saying it's potentially, <laughs> it's potentially the same energy. They're attached to each other. But then it's just life energy. 
And there is no necromancy. <gasps> it's all a lie. It's all a lie. Oh my goodness. There's no afterlife. You're well, just no, technically, you're not wrong because death is just transition, isn't it? Yeah. To new life. Yeah. So it's all life energy, is what we're saying. Oh. Do we like that, though? Nah. Do we care? Nah. 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 I don't know. I don't know. I think there's room for lots of exploration. I'm going to kill something later and then let you know. All right. I'll go to the local school. No, they're all on holiday now. I know. I wondered why it was quiet this morning. Actually, no, it was quiet this morning because it was 20 past six when I left the house. Yes. So, mm, fuck. I don't know then. Because then you could argue that thing with the Tuzzy Muzzy that I made this morning. That, like, whilst it was alive... But then that's a weird thing. Because whilst it was alive as part of that tree or plant, whatever, it, it had its rules. It was going to grow. The flowers were going to be pollinated. They were going to be berries. Like, whatever. Yeah? Then you picked it and killed it. I picked it. Right? Well, that's the magic. You picked it, you killed it, and no. you turned it into something no. else. No, that's the magic. Because, like, they don't die. Because if I put it in water, it'll survive for fucking ages. It's not dead. Putting a flower in water, in, isn't that like life support? You're keeping it Yeah, alive. it's life support. But then, like, if I give it rooting like, powder, it can turn into some, It can turn into a new plant. Like, there's true. there's so much more life. Like, And people forget that, I think, sometimes. Like, your carrots in your fridge are still alive. If you were to plant them, they'd grow. They'd grow. Like, don't... They're alive. These things are fucking... The potatoes in the t- supermarket are still alive. They're roots. They're just waiting. Actually, potatoes are seeds, but... You know, you, you see what I'm getting at. So there's really? life. It's not death. <laughs> and yeah, you eat it. You cook it and eat it. But you're not consuming its death. You're consuming its life. That's why it keeps you alive. <laughs> there's so much room for the, like, the negotiation <laughs> of this. So much room. Like, and are that... The, but, the, uh, the, uh, and like my jacket potato is not necromancy. I'm sorry, but it's just not. Um, yeah, it's just not. Stop looking at me like that. Okay, you're still doing it. It's just but my then if we take what you did with your tansy pansy, what did you call it? Fuzzy muzzy. That's the one. Um, so you took these herbs. You didn't put them in water. No. So they died. And then you took these... I mean, they will die. So then you um, took these cuttings from multiple different plants... Yeah. ...that are going to die. They're, they're going to die. Yeah, they're going to become something else. And you took their energy, their life force, and you moulded it into a golem. <sighs> into a golem. And, and then that golem life. then becomes something else. And then that life then expires. And through the expiration, that energy then becomes one of the place. And the point of the place is that it receives the token of which I made the golem for years ago. In circles are going to spiral. <laughs> <laughs> Never oh, ending, never Stop it. <laughs> What's that from? It's a song. Is the it? windmills of your mind. What? Have you not heard it? No. The windmills of your mind. It's great. Is it? Yeah, it's a good song. I'm going to take your word for it. It's a good song. Okay. Okay. I don't know then. Um. Oh, hang on a minute. So, like, a curse, then. A curse. Where does that come from? The person. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. So that's another point, right? But it depends on where you put. Okay. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Because there's evocation, invocation, then in that case, mm-hmm. which then because we've been talking about like, like life death dichotomy. Um. So what about the invocation, evocation thing? Where do they come from? Because evocation is from you, mm-hmm. where you take what's inside and you express it. Yeah. Invocation is where you then draw from the outside. Draw from the outside into something else so yes. you can invoke because i go on Danny Adams. i can invoke the rwen into a space into a thing into myself yes um and that's drawing power from somewhere else yes and go in another direction yes and it's that and i think i think that is the true power of magic is being is being able to redirect or reweave something. Does that make sense? Yes. I think invocation is the skill of okay. magic. The biggest I mean, one. That's not the topic, but okay. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is, because like what we're we talking what energy sources. Yeah, no, and exactly, but that is an energy short. Well, energy yes. source. Because you're you're deciding then. Say, for example, I am working in invocation, right? The Arwen is busy inspiring, going, bling, inspiration, bling, eureka moment, bling, next Einstein, you know, and it's going about doing its thing. And then all of a sudden I whip out my wand and just like go, Arwen, and um, and it goes, fuck. And then it's just like imbued into a thing. That's, I've I've pulled the Arwen into something. Yes into a space into that and I think that's the power of a of of like a sorcerer or a druid or a witch or a I would agree. Um, going back so pulling us slightly back onto the track. No I'm not off the track. I'm talking about energy sources. Oh, I suppose. Um oh, shut up. <laughs> going on to the topic that we've already touched on of making separations where there needn't be. Mm. If we just look at it purely as energy, yeah. without the, it's the moon, it's the sun, it's uh, the yeah. water, yeah. it's life, it's death. Yeah. If it's just energy, if you strip away all the bollocks. It's just magic. And it's just pure magical energy or just energy or just whatever. That's all it is. And then how you use it yeah. is up to you. Yeah. It's just magic. Yeah. It's all just magic. It's Be all the it same shit. Energy coming from a god, or energy coming from the moon, mm. or energy coming from a source of life, or a source of death, mm. or herb allies, yeah. or tree allies, or animal allies, or white cloud. <laughs> It's just change um, being made. Exactly. That's all it is. You are just facilitating change. Absolutely. That's it. What were you going to ask about curses? I don't know. It's calm. Okay. Where does that come from? But then that's the same. It depends where you want to choose it from. So yeah, if you, you could do it from you if you really wanted to. When I did a curse um, ages ago, my energy source from that was... Um, so a colleague of mine... Um, had been cheated on by her husband. Um, so I needed an energy source for the working. I have no connection to it. So I'm useless. 
So I got her to cry every time she cried. In th- I didn't make her cry, obviously. But like every time... In the face. I did, yeah. Um, I told her that every time over the course of a week, every time she cried over the situation, she had to use a single tissue. And then she gave me that tissue at the end of the week. So that mm. tissue was fueled with her pain and her grief and her anger and her whatever. That was the source of energy. Right. That's what went into the curse. Mm. So that was the source, not me. Um, you could easily use something like Blackthorn as energy. Oh, the yeah, intrinsic yeah. power of Blackthorn. Black- it wouldn't be me. It would be Blackthorn mm. that would be doing the work. I would be similar to you with your Tizzy Muzzy. Tizzy Muzzy, yeah. yeah. Um, you directed it as an offering. Um, I would be directing the power of Blackthorn the way I wanted it to, but it would yeah. be the power of Blackthorn. Just telling it what to do. Yeah. Giving it instruction. So, yeah. Like a conductor with an orchestra. Yeah, very much so. They have a wand and all. They do. They do. Stick. So I don't know if we answered the question. I don't but think it was we fun. did. I think we had a fun discussion about it, though. And I think it's really important that we don't agree. Because it just makes that... It would be a fucking boring podcast if we just agreed. It'd be five minutes long. And it makes our friendship so much more delicious. Oh, I'm not sure about that. Best friends, best friends. <laughs> um, no, that, I think yeah, no, I think we've done it. I don't know what we did on this episode, but I don't know what we're going to call this. We rambled. Enjoy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, we don't need to talk about that because that's our conversation um, for later when we press finish, stop, record, done, cross, button, red, done. Well done, darling. You got that. <laughs> A conversation with me must be very difficult sometimes. I don't know, I enjoy it. Oh, I'm glad you do. Wayne just shakes his head and walks off. I'm sure I'm exhausting. Right, anyway, thank you very much for joining us. At, thank uh, you very much. Shove it up your Arwen. Um, we are on the web, we're on podcasts, and you can find us most places at Shove It Up Your Arwen. You can follow us on Instagram at Shove It Up Your Arwen or individually at Tinkly Sky by Andrew in the Mist. Yes. And we are putting together a website. It's we are coming. doing a website. It, it should be there. It should be about. It should be there soon. It's coming. Yeah. Oh, my cat's going for it out there. Let me see what she wants. Goodbye. Goodbye.